Oh, I'm stuck. I'm hosting. You're hosting, yes. Yes, sir, you are. I wish I did keep that in there. I did the last one, so. Aye, 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 you guys. What is wrong with me? Welcome to Podcast in a Pear Tree. I'm Aaron Lee. I'm Samantha. And I'm Danielle. And my brain is dead. I don't know. <laughs> we're reviewing oh my gosh. what well, we're I know what we're reviewing. I'm, I got it. I got it. I got okay. it. All right. Good, good. We are reviewing Hallmark's The Royal Nanny. Good yeah, job. That's what we're reviewing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that's but it. as we're trying to do this here, before we dive in, has anybody seen another film that they want to give a shout out to? Because it's good, because it's bad. Danielle, you got anything? Sure, yeah. So I gave it a good old try for a movie called Jolly Good Christmas on Hallmark, which takes place in London. It involves a suit type and so it's not your stereotypical going off into a small town kind of thing. Uh, it's it's a cool watch to see once. Maybe don't repeat it, but hey, I recommend checking it out at least once. Okay, so kind of like our last film that we reviewed, Falling for Christmas. Check yeah. it out one one and done. Except not as bad. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Sorry. Oh, so Jolly oh, yeah. Christmas better than Falling for Christmas? Yeah, okay. like you heard it here first, folks. Yes. Oh, wow. Well, then I will check it out. I haven't been so good lately about watching any films. I'm just easing myself in. It's the beginning of November. Mm-hmm. Yes. I feel like really far behind, but let's face facts. Like we just had Halloween. So <laughs> yeah. that's true, Samantha. That's you true. are pre-gaming. This is like stretching. This is, mm-hmm. you know, you don't want to pull a muscle. Yeah, I'm getting in the zone. Christmas. I'm getting in the zone. Christmas. I saw another Hallmark film called Lights, Camera, Christmas. Really cute. Enjoyed it quite a bit. Starred John Brotherton from last year's CCB movie, The Christmas Contest. It's about a small town and a film crew comes to shoot a Hallmark movie. So it was really cute and really enjoyed it. A movie about a movie. It's a movie about a movie. Oh, uh, I remember the trailer is like, oh, any small town would be honored to have a film filmed in their place. Is that the one? I don't know. I saw the trailer like a lot. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah, and, what did you think of it? Uh, Kimberly Sustead is in it and she plays a small town clothing designer who has a little shop that's going under. And of course, the costume designer for the movie has quit and they need a costume designer ASAP. And so they hire her and now she's a costume designer for Christmas movies. Oh. It was cute. I really enjoyed it. Sounds like a fun job. It was really fun. But let's that. get into... The Royal Nanny, starring mm-hmm. Rachel Scarston, I'm guessing. And Dan, I don't even know, Dan. You're going to have to give me a call yes. and let me know. Jeanette, Jeanette, Jeanette. You're trying. That's that's uh, good. J-E-A-N-N-O-T-T-E. It's a couple of double. ay ay ay. Dan, call me. Let me know how to pronounce your name. Pronounce. Yeah, come on the pod and tell us, please. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, have, have have these folks done other Hallmark films? I haven't I seen them in a long time. I think they're fairly well known from a show called Rain. R e i g n. Yeah, sorry if you're a fan of Rain, guys. I'm sorry. I have no idea what you're talking about. Wow, are we just too old, or is it just not that good? I don't know. I think There's both. Too many- <laughs> we, we're too old for CW, first of all. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and second of all, it's probably not good. Rain. 
Oh, Mary Queen of Scots faces political and sexual intrigue in the treacherous world of the French court. Ooh, I would probably like that though. I'm like, that sounds like it's right up my alley. (laughs) I haven't seen it. I'm not too old for that. Are we sure that's not a Game of Thrones thing? All right, sorry. Back to the the actual thing. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, a royal nanny. Yes. I loved it. I really did. For me, this was a super unique Mm -hmm. film. It's something we have not seen before. The title character is Claire Champion and she works for the Secret Service uh, Security Service whatever it is the the British one (laughs) and she works for the British FBI and she has to foil a plot to take down the royal family it was really fun it's something we haven't seen like I said and the other thing that I really, really enjoyed is that, yes, she does fall in love with the prince. But you know how they talk about the heir and the spare? The mm-hmm. prince she falls in love with is the spare. He's yeah. not going to inherit the throne. It's always like, oh, she's going to be a queen now. She's got like hardly any responsibilities with all the privilege. It's like the best place to be. <laughs> yeah, seriously. And though I admit, I love a fictitious European nation with a fictitious European name. Mm-hmm. But this one they owned it they're like mm-hmm, this is mm-hmm. britain we are in mm-hmm. and so i really enjoyed that as well totally uh, what are your favorite thoughts parts about it erin lee that was one of my favorite parts because so often we're in belgravia or wherever loved belgravia montanaro yeah, Alcova, we're genovia yeah we're Cordinia, galwick i've been to places. all of them we're constantly being taken to these different places and i was really really happy that they kept it you know local <laughs> <laughs> this is a British royal family. And although I did read that they did not film a lot of this actually in England, they didn't film a lot of it in London, they filmed it in Brussels. So a lot of the exterior shots, some of it was London. So like Oxford Circus, where like the Christmassy streets are, and they had a Christmas market, which they, you know, typically do right there in the city. But some of like the, uh, the castle and like where the primary school was, like a lot of those exterior shots, those were from Brussels. Some of them, if you look at the castle that they live in, it looked a little, I don't know, the architecture was a little different, but I love that they kept it local in terms of like, these are the, this is the British royal family. They use the same vocabulary as far as locations. I won't spoil it. So we'll talk about the end of it um, later. But anyways, I love that part of it because normally we're in Belgravia and we're actually in London. So that was fun. Yeah, I really enjoyed that too. Danielle, you've been quiet. What did you think? I also agree with you, Emily. I really like the unique concept. The title, I wasn't sure what to expect because I again I came into this not knowing anything and so I'm like oh this is a secret agent okay oh you're embedding her as a nanny into the royal family okay that's kind of interesting and then there were these these kind of realistic layers so it did feel realistic granted obviously it's it is still going to be a cheesy movie so there's some one dimensionality to like the kids for example but uh, for the most part I also was very impressed although I will say I did feel like it kind of dragged out a bit everything got exciting towards the end just for me the beginning kind of dragged on a bit I was like okay I think we established that. All right, we're going to continue. I'll give you that. It plotted a little bit at the beginning, but it I think it paid off at the end. Samantha, yeah. what do you think? Plotting at the beginning? Yeah, I think so. But I really got into it because it felt a little bit, like I was saying, it felt a little bit more authentic. And also we usually see these royal films where it's a member of the royal family going into normal life and trying to be this normal person, but they're not, that sort of thing. And this is like a totally different concept um, where they, they were themselves the whole time. And it 
it was somebody coming from the outside in. I also like the Mary Poppins references and tie to that with Scary Poppins and the umbrella. That was adorable. Mm -hmm. I mentioned in our preview episode that I was excited about the weaponized umbrella and I don't think it disappointed. I really liked that it was actually just an umbrella that they used creatively as a weapon. I thought that was a really great touch. They didn't James Bond it out like the cars. No, I feel like I could use an umbrella if I needed to, if I was walking in a parking lot by myself. (laughs) (laughs) The long, heavy one, though, not the like portable one one. we put in our purse. No. (laughs) (laughs) So have that sharp edge. Yeah. There you go. Otherwise, I'm not taking anyone out. Um, But (laughs) I did like the fact that this was not just a normal like Christmas movie, but there are these aspects of like it could be a Christmas action movie. You know, yeah. so that that's what made it so like the concept was unique, but then there were these bits of action that were pretty exciting. I don't know. It, it felt higher quality than like the rest of these mm-hmm. sorts of cheesy films that I've watched. It was just a little bit above the rest. It wasn't super. The cheese was low. Yeah, it was, it was the, the low. The cheese factor was low. I will say this. I love the movie, like I said, mm. but they needed to spend a little more on their special effects and their post-production. Tell me if you noticed this uh, kind of toward the end of the movie, Scary Poppins and Agent Champion are sitting on a bench talking and Scary Poppins shows Agent Champion a clip of footage on her phone and they didn't green screen the phone. They just took and put the image of the footage over the phone on the screen. So as the phone wiggled, the footage didn't and it looked terrible. It was really bad. Mm -hmm. It looked really bad. Luckily, it was kind of short. It was really short, but but when you're watching, take a look see if you notice it. Also, at one point when they have the drone going over the building and they're trying to do the thermal imaging, they forgot to replace the green screen on the computer monitor. They have some kinks to work out in post. <laughs> yeah, there's there, there was post-production issues on this, but I'll forgive them for the creativity and the uniqueness of the storyline. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But did you guys feel that the richest man in England was a bit young when she like met up with the richest man in England and he was going to... Um, oh, the donate the toys. He's donate the toys. I was like, wait a minute. That's the richest man. I don't know. (laughs) I think they all inherit over there. So it's probably just old money. I guess so. They just sent like the son. (laughs) Yeah, his dad died in a skiing accident. Oh no. (laughs) In the Falling for Christmas movie. In Falling for Christmas. (laughs) Fall, literally falling. He literally fell. (laughs) Well, I will say Going back to authenticity towards the end when, you know, after they fall in love and she gets a phone call from the king, the <laughs> king invites her to Sandringham for Christmas. I was like, oh my God, if the king wow. called me and invited me to Sandringham for Christmas, I'd be crying too. That's like really amazing. But did we catch how they already said, oh, the king invited me? Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's mm-hmm. it up, they updated. I don't know if they did this before or after Her Majesty the Queen died, but obviously it wasn't the existing royal family. Family because they had already changed the laws. The older sibling was a woman. The princess was going to inherit the crown, which is why the younger sibling, the brother, fell in love with the nanny. We already had a fictitious royal family, so I didn't think too much of the, the king. I actually thought that they filmed this, you know, while the queen was still alive, obviously. And so they made it the king because she was the queen in power, right? But then she died in between. And all of a sudden it seems more relevant because now we have a king. 
happening. That's how I felt about it. I was like, they probably didn't mean for that to happen. So what do we think? I liked it. I liked it. Sherry's been away. I can't wait for her to get back and I can't wait to watch it with her. Yeah, I'd watch it again. It's yeah, one of I'd those watch that I feel like I watch early in the beginning, right? I was talking about this on the preview. Pod. You did. Where I watched it in the beginning and I really like it and it's probably going to stay in like my top films for the season. Yeah, I enjoyed it. What do you think, Danielle? Yeah, I agree. I could rewatch it. I'd probably see, catch some different things just because the concept is so unique. Less cheese. It's so different. A little bit of action. Yeah. So this is a- Look for that phone thing. Again. Yeah, I will. I, I didn't <laughs> notice that. So I'm glad you put, so I'm like, okay, I need to rewatch it. I highly recommend it. And I totally would say it's a good one for the season. For sure. Yeah. yeah. And I felt like the leads were well-suited for the love story. Like that was believable mm-hmm. to me. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. yes. I think they would date in real life. Oh, what? about the nanny trainer mrs lansbury is that a nod to angela i hope it is i hope so too i really liked her and it was really funny when they were like can she be trusted and they're like she's one of our biggest assets and it's like she's (laughs) what but she also knows everything about this town and i was like wow london's a really big city you know everything that's going on around there crazy you know what i do wish they'd done. She hinted that she has like this network of nannies throughout London that are always eyes open, ears mm-hmm. <laughs> ears to the wall. I wish they'd thrown in more nannies. They could have just had some women walking through the background carrying green umbrellas. And it would have been yeah. fun to be like, oh, there's a nanny. There's a nanny. Yeah, like made it more of a thing. Yeah. Yeah, they could so have I think they could have done that. I know. But I like Scary Poppins. I thought that was a good character. <laughs> Scary Poppins was a great nickname. <laughs> um, what did we think of the title of this it was a little generic but i'm okay with it it was a little generic not knowing what the what the plot was going to be it could have went any direction but it made sense but it does make sense ultimately when you watch it all right well i think that's it folks thank you so much for joining us we really do appreciate it please 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 hit like and subscribe and if you feel so inclined give us a five-star review find us where you find your podcast bye